This is Random Acts of Tangents. Thanks for joining us. I am Adam, as always, here to talk at you or to you, <laughs> either or. I'm joined by the maestro. Howdy. And also, uh, we got Rex. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, so yeah, uh, you got something you want to talk about. What do you got? Uh, well, you know, I, I kind of had an epiphany earlier today. I got a lot of thinking time on the train that I take from Davis to, uh, to Berkeley, and I was thinking about dating, and I was thinking about... Uh, how I've kind of had a, a shoddy dating history, okay. to say the least. Right. And uh, one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was I was thinking about people, and I I noticed that people when you when you date tend to fall into one of two categories, and those two categories are either they're very unaccomplished and they're always available, or they are accomplished. But they're never available. Well, not not never, but rarely available because people who do accomplish things in their life learn to prioritize their goals in front of the people that they maintain their relationships with. Right. So if you got something going on in your life, chances are it's not going to be you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that could and suck. and I, I was thinking about this, and I, I noticed like I don't know how I noticed, but immediately. Like a bunch of examples just flew into my head about, you know, that fit it to a T. Uh, <laughs> and and I was wondering how you guys feel about that. Is it, I mean, do you, you think that's true? Uh, yeah, I think it's absolutely true. Uh, a lot of the people that are worth having, it's hard to be with them because if if they're good people in general, they're going to be in high demand from either other people or other things they got going on, which leaves little time for you. But because they're worth it, you might stick it out as long as you can until eventually it's it's too much. Yeah, there's a there's a saying that a lot of people use, whether you're a guy or a girl, that since I'm a guy, I'll use the guy perspective of it, huh. uh, that uh, girls are like uh, parking spaces. Uh, all the good ones are taken and the only ones available are handicapped. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard That's that terrible. one? That's <laughs> terrible. That's so bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, I would probably say it's pretty much on the long on the same lines of what you're talking about. I think it's the same thing. But the thing about it is, is with the only thing they can change what you guys are saying is pretty much time. I think that. Uh, what do you mean time? I mean the thing about it, the whole point about it is this. I mean if you're if you find someone that's uh, available but not accomplished, there's usually a dime a dozen. Right. But, but if you want to find someone that's accomplished but also eventually matches within your availability, that will take some time because you're now you're, you're uh, funneling into something specific. It's well, that's that's what I mean, though. It, I mean, ultimately, both archetypes, whatever you want to call them, both types. Bless you. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, they they lead to you being un- unsatisfied because regardless of whether or not you want to like throw some sort of value on the situation because you're like, well, you know, you got to give them a little credit for trying hard. It, it doesn't matter. When it, when it comes down to uh, it from your perspective, all you know is you're getting less attention. From one, you're getting more attention from another. And the, maybe it's the type of attention holds a little bit more value one way and not the other, but still it's less attention. Uh, oh, let, let, me, uh, let me go check for a second. If you were really trying hard, you would have time for me then. Oh, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people do try hard to make things work, but uh, 
I don't know. I mean, as hard as you may try, it may not be possible. And then that can be perceived as not trying. I mean, I, I, I just don't know. I don't, I don't see the solution because in the short term, perhaps available, uh, unaccomplished people might be very fun, right? They might, they might entertain you for a little bit. Maybe in the long term, it's like, get the fuck away from me. You're boring as shit and there's <laughs> nothing to you. But in the long term, I mean, I mean, you know, but, but the other alternative is you constantly get neglected from people that, Although you do feel that they are worth your time, ultimately you end up feeling like you're not worth theirs because of how little attention you receive. So I guess it comes down to what's more important to you, to have a little a little bit of good times or a lot of okay times? Uh, I, I think what it comes down to it is it's this is a whole courting process right now anyways because your whole your whole lifestyle is revolving around just yourself. And when you put someone else into that same, in, into your priorities, your context of where you do, they either have to fit or don't, or you have to make, or you fit them. And otherwise the relationship just won't work out. Simple as that. Because not only are you not getting enough time or they're not giving you enough time or what else have you, it's just that really is just that if you're able to be as flexible and, and them vice versa and doing the same things. Yeah. Are you trying to say take quality over quantity? Yes. See, and that, that's another thing that it depends on where you are in life. If, if, if quantity is what you're after or quality is what you're after. Because, I mean, you can go for quality and you may have a little bit of time here and there, or you can go for quantity and you can be banging around all the time with different chicks just because they're available. So do you want availability or do you want something that's worth some substance? Something, someone you can talk to or somebody that you're find out what you have to say, what, how to talk to them to get the pants off. Oh wow! I, yeah, I, wow, wow. I'm just wow. saying. What well, basically? All, <laughs> I am insulted. Wow. Oh wow! <laughs> that must be real bad if Rex is insulted. <laughs> I, I can't. How you are a chauvinist? <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's my role on the show. Oh no! <laughs> I guess the whole thing about it though is if you can find someone to help compliment you, and vice versa, because that's how you guys are able to uh, keep your. Uh, uh, like spice in the life, you know, because you have, you have something that you have something that you want to, uh, donate to the, or not donate, but give into the relationship. They have something that can also complement that and also keep interesting what you're doing as well. You know, it's, it's really, if you want a long-term relationship, you have to make sure that the long-term relationship can stay as fresh and as crisp as it normally, as it did when you first started. Of course, there's going to be different feelings because. See, I don't know how I feel about that. The reason why I, I, I don't feel like a, a relationship should not stay fresh because you have it in a Ziploc bag and you very, very <laughs> rarely get to see it because it's in the fucking back of the fridge. Uh, hmm. And that's how I feel in a lot of these circumstances is, is you know, well, re- regardless that's... of how you may want to pitch it, regardless of how a person sp- spends their time, I mean... Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, they may, there's, you're those two types of archetypes that you were talking about, but I feel that if you find, if you, I feel that if you are, um, uh, able to, uh, hold, on. hold are out. You, are oh. you getting Disney on me? No. <laughs> what? No. Don't I'm you d- dare get Disney on me. Okay, do you want me to, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll sing a song, is that well, okay? If if they're really the one, no, I'm not, <laughs> no, 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 there's no, it'll, no, 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 no. It'll just feel right. What I'm saying, no, no, I'm just saying is there's a compatibility issue. 
Basically, it's based upon what your their interests are at the same time, where they're not looking for the same direction. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're the one or anything. It's just the fact that they have similar ideals, similar um, motivations. So when they want to spend time with you, this is usually the same time you want to spend time with them. So it is a timing thing, then. Yeah, if, if I think you can it's fit all into each other's schedules. That's that's perfect. Yeah, but because, it's, it's not always that easy, though. Exactly, and that's what makes people feel like the one exists. Okay, so if you find somebody that can fit around your schedule and vice versa, then, then that's, they are the one. Then that they, well, I don't know about they're the one. They're the the one for now, I, I guess. Well, I guess though, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying is they have to have the same type of a uh, um, motivation, basically. You know, they they can't they can't overpower your motivation or sink or hold you back. Otherwise, you're gonna feel like you're stifled or you are um, basically you basically you're not competent enough into the relationship. So basically, it's just a bit about matching up to the right type of person. Yeah, and I buy that because the right I, timing. That's I, all. I've been in plenty of relationships where I was the one always sacrificing myself and making my schedule fit around somebody else when yeah. it wasn't reciprocated. Yeah, where I was the only person adjusting my schedule to make things work, and because that was the only way that it was gonna work. Uh huh. Because the other yeah, person and was... that bitch wasn't even accomplished either. Yeah, <laughs> this could be any one of the exes that I've had. <laughs> Although uh... there's one I have in mind, I'm sure you are thinking the same. I, I, I'm not. Gonna yeah, all it. of them could. Wow. All right. Never mind. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Just, I, I don't know how I feel about that whole theory about whole. You know, like things had. You know, if they're right, if they're compatible, then. Uh, they're serendipitous in the sense that, that our schedules match up. I, I don't really think that that's kind of like a thing that I look for with, with somebody. I don't, I don't look for, you know, oh, well, can you pencil me in on Tuesday? That, that's not a, a prerequisite for me when <laughs> okay. I, when I kind of appraise whether or not I might be interested in somebody. I think other factors go into that. Well, of course it does, but I'm just talking about whether or not a relationship can continue on. That's all. Just a, a small tangent here. Oh, you, yeah. Okay. You said, uh, you said a pencil in. That's what she mm-hmm. said. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Does the, does the phrase pencil you in, is that at all offensive to you? Why? Because it's a pencil, not, so? not a pen. What? No. I, 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 I got would the, a pencil I got over sh- a pen be fucking <laughs> insulting? I, I, I got this shit from a chick one time where uh, I said, yeah. Pencil I'll, over a pen? No. I said, really? I, yeah. I said, yeah, I'll pencil you in. And she's like, "Oh, pencil me in." So it's not a permanent plan. This could possibly be erased for something else. Like, wow, oh my fucking lord! Wow, that's some that... that's some Joe Pesci bullshit right there. <laughs> do I look? Do I look that like is. a clown to you? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Pencil me in yeah, how? I'm, I'm funny like how? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's I, some Joe Pesci shit right I, there. I couldn't. I couldn't believe. I, uh, pencil you in. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like I'm sorry. I figured I might spell your name wrong from douchebag. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got a pencil and douchebag on my appointment list. Well, yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, the the correct response to that is, you know, oh, the pencil and a pen, is that uh, you 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 got to earn the pen. Yeah. Oh, based really, on that period. reaction, it's a good thing I used a pencil. <laughs> I know. Fuck. You're you're already giving me a glimpse of the psycho this early on. Yeah. <laughs> When Thank I'm just you. trying Thank to be you. fucking clever and use a, the the pencil in line. Exactly. See, I thought I was being yeah. clever. Damn it. You you are you are very clever. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Whoever the fuck that was is missing out on a whole lot of clever right now. Uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay, but that's not that's not offensive. 
very no. good. All right. So, I, you know, what, what other fucking things I, I can't stand? Uh, people that are too easily offended. We, we on the show, we have one thing that's a, too offensive for us to do, and and that might be change if we we get this new cast member uh, that I'd like to try out because uh, she's African American and and you know ah. uh, they can use their own word. Right. Wait. Does that mean that we could use it then if she uses it? No. No. I don't think so. I don't think so. You can't. All right. I'm just, I'm just asking. I need to know what the rules are. Well, I. <laughs> Beep. You know, you know oh. what? I don't want to speak for her. She, I'm sure she'll tell us what, if she goes on. Okay. <laughs> See how long this partnership lasts. <laughs> yeah, man. Pencil like you Mike in. Biglia. Yeah. You can say crack up, <laughs> but not crack her. Yeah, yeah. Very good. We'll pencil her in as a host. Very good, Maestro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what were we talking about before I, I, I took us off track for a second? About penciling in people? Yeah. Okay, well, let, let me let me go off of them. Uh, now, for for me right now, my life is very very chaotic. There's a lot going on. I don't have a lot of time to do much. Uh, yeah. This this podcast, I, I I do a day. I got a pool league. I I do my own graphic design thing on the side. I got a kid. I got work. I mean, there's there's a lot of things going on in my life. Yeah, but the point is, is that you're you know the little time that you do have, if you do allot it to somebody, then they should appreciate it because you do have a lot going on. Absolutely. Now, you're but, not a fucking pothead asshole, you know, <laughs> with a tattoo on his neck, sitting at home with nothing to fucking do all day. That's very specific. Do I know this person? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually really just describing a stereotype. Oh, okay. Very oh, good. Okay, my, I, like, my, like, 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 I seriously, I, I think... I think of the most common traits amongst douchebags that women give their time to when I think that they must yep. be fucking mentally retarded. Don't forget the and Kanye West glasses and the scarf. Oh, my boo. Oh, my fucking God. Don't even get me started on these scenester fuckers with their tight pants. Yeah. God damn it. And the gauges, <laughs> the ear gauges. What? What? The ga- ear gauges? Yes. What? Where I don't those? like ear gauges. Where you put big holes in you know, yeah. like, like and the, like, and the non-shaving like beards are not back. Yeah, somebody informed these people: beards are not back. You look like a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, there, there's somebody good. I hold so in very good. high regard that has a beard. Sean Connery? No, the, David well, Tell? No, he's he's coming back early November. Oh, Zach Galifianakis? No, my brother. He's coming back in November after a long break away. I am with Coco. Oh shit! What? Yes, Colonel O'Brien, my brother. No, really? Yeah, I, I yeah. was watching this thing on the some news, something where they they were doing some sort of photo shoot, and he was bearded out, like he was. Oh yeah, yeah. During the whole strike thing. Yeah, it's a good look for him, I think. Really? Distinguished, yet still kooky, <laughs> because he's still doing the whole string dance and everything. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I, I, have a, I do have a question for you though. Yeah. Can you see the food left in the beard too? No. <laughs> I'm sure they uh, airbrushed that out. Oh, all, right. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? You know what? There's a lot of things that Conan O'Brien can do that other people can't fucking do, okay? Very and true. that's one of them. That's, that's the true. way I look at it. Yeah. Bruce Willis, in all of his badassery, oh. can walk out of a moving car and fucking pop that's three people true. in the head with a 45 fucking USP. That's do true. Do you think that scenester kids should be allowed to <laughs> even a fucking attempt that? I think not. No, Same thing with not. Conan O'Brien. Exactly. His badassery does not legitimize their stupid action. There you go. That's true. Actually, one thing that Bruce Willis can't do that Conan Bryan can do. What? Move his real hair like it's a pay. 
Oh, okay. Now you're getting personal. Oh. <laughs> Why? Uh, you taking Why? a shot at my, this, uh, my boy's baldness? <laughs> bald, bald comment? How oh. dare you? That's very insensitive. You know what? I heard, I heard a line once, okay? And, and I think it, it, it tells something very true about going bald, which I will eventually do. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's in my genes as well. Uh, male pattern baldness bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, th- there was this movie, blah 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 blah. The advice that was given was that the reason why people go bald is actually the gene is linked with higher levels of testosterone, Ooh. which also means that other indicators of testosterone are also bigger on men. Okay, uh-huh. in other words, you got a big cock. If you have higher levels of testosterone, you got a big cock. You you have wide, broader shoulders, a, a, a larger jaw, a heavier brow. Like there's a number a number of different things on men that get enlarged or emphasized because of higher levels of testosterone. It just so happens that losing your hair is one of these things. Also, that's I mean, you look at UFC fighters, you look at bodybuilders. Nice. A lot of these guys are bald. Why? Because they're probably juicing. Or they're naturally inclined to have higher levels of testosterone. But right. the line in this movie was, just remember that. And remember that the less hair you have, the more head you get. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, this is the thing about, though, for the UFC clever. fighters, I always thought the reason why they had bald heads was because so they couldn't get pulled. What? what? They couldn't get pulled by their hair? Yeah. So they, they, uh, hold on. Have you, have you, have, haven't you ever been in like an actual street no, fight I, where the I, guy grabs the guy by the other head? Yeah, and I understand. Knees him in the face. Now, there's no, a difference I mean, between I mean, shaving your head and being bald, though. This is true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, could, like, you could shave your head, you could buzz it down to a one. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, like until you can't grip it. Yeah. But a lot of, a lot, a lot of these dudes, you know, they, they look like they're juicing. And a lot of them test positive for steroids, too, so. I mean, it's not even a question with certain ones. You know what I hear about steroids is after they come off of it and they do it wrong, they're going to mess up their their system so badly that they're going to turn into these, like, it's turned into all water weight right afterwards. And they just, like, it's like the Family Guy episode. Right after Stewie started juicing, he turned into this really flabby version uh, of himself. A flying squirrel. Well, yeah, hey, a flying okay. squirrel. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating steroid use because there's certain, like, things that happen because you have higher levels of testosterone. My point is, is that people that have genes that naturally make them inclined to uh, have higher levels of testosterone, that's really the only way to go because you're right. When you do take steroids and you inject yourself with an alien substance that, that fucks with your hormones, which is, let's be honest, a delicate equilibrium, yeah. uh, then you do definitely have a lot of negative effects and some of these dudes are, are like bob from fight club you they grow bitch tits yeah, yeah. you know or mardi gras head and raisinets what you never heard of or that those thing from- no no their head gets bigger and their nuts get smaller oh okay mardi gras oh, okay raisinets get it got it uh-huh. okay very good <laughs> I'm glad you explained it and we didn't move on. Oh, I, no. I've been I, confused I all night. Well, you were telling me earlier that we, the reason why we put pictures on the on the webpage is because <laughs> they have to explain what I'm talking about. That's true. We were, I, <laughs> the main thing about, I didn't want to do is put like a guy with a Mardi Gras head raising yeah, Me and Masha were going through the website uh, a couple minutes ago and we're like, most of the pictures on here are to explain the weird shit that you say. <laughs> 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 Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> 
no one understands what's happening in my world. <laughs> Very it's good. okay. Give him a glimpse. Like take take him on a magic ride. There you go. It's like it's Bobby's world, dude. No, no, it's like a, it's like a fucking Jefferson airplane song. That's what, what it's like. Jefferson mm-hmm. airplane. I never heard of that one. All right, now we got to put you, a picture for you. You don't know Jefferson you. airplane? <laughs> no. What no. is this? The, the, the hippie band from the seventies. The whole one pill makes you bigger and one pill makes you small, and the pills your mother gave you don't do anything at all. Sugar Ask Alice. No? Nope. No. no. Nothing. All right. Well, it's it's, it's fucking hippie <laughs> drug music. I'm not surprised either of you know it. That, that's that's very good though. You should uh you should record that or put that on a picture for the web page. Yeah. You make that. Are you tra- kidding? You're trying to do a promo. I just, you, you I just got hot and bothered over myself. Hot <laughs> 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 right. and bothered. Anyways, <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a long time. Hot <laughs> and bothered. Very good. I know, somebody called me an old man today. Fuck. Really? What'd you do? Eat him or something? What happened? <laughs> Were you farting Pinch. on the bus again? <laughs> Talk about barking Hey, you spiders. know what? When I fart on the bus, it improves the smell. It does. All right, motherfucker? You know what happened to me today? You know what happened to me today? <laughs> what? The elephant left you, left you up by two feet. Well, you ever hear about those like uh old like old grandpas that always uh whenever he'd fart and the kids like yeah what's that smell so elephant just walked up here <laughs> you know, or some some of the random animals like mommy did you hear that a gra- an elephant came into the room and lifted grandpa up by two feet <laughs> he farted you know like, right yeah, okay, that's, okay that was the I'm point. glad I didn't have your childhood. <laughs> So right. my, my, you know what fucking happened? Yeah, what today? happened to you, dude? <laughs> this, this fucking, this fucking douchebag, right? At work, and and mind you, I, I work at the, I shouldn't say where I work, I work at a government bureaucratic place. All right. All right. So I, I'm working at this place, and it's supposedly like all official, and everybody's all fucking important bullshit, right? Right. So I, I, I get into the elevator. I'm just coming from outside because I had to go buy a coffee. I'm just chilling in the elevator, you know, standard fucking elevator behavior. You look at the fucking door, nobody talks to each other, because that's just fucking weird. Yeah. And th- there's this guy there, and the moment he walks out, the doors close, fart smell. Uh. <laughs> this asshole, he, he fucking, he, he bombed me. <laughs> it, it was horrible. I bet you it anything, as soon as he got out, he's high-fiving all of his friends. Yeah, he's just <laughs> laughing. He had to hold his side. And that, that fucking pissed me off. I wanted to find what floor he was on, where his cubicle was, and just, like, fucking sit outside his cubicle waiting for it. He's eating, <laughs> eating beans. Eating oh, fucking... No. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll eat... Oh. I'll, I'll find the most horrible... I'll curry and oh, beans no. and, and whatever the... F- Fuck else is I mean, anything vegetarian for me. Oh, is that I don't right? know. Oh, wow. uh, guys... I think that's too much information for your bowel system, man. <laughs> well, dude, these these uh, you know a lot of chicks uh, they they go vegetarian, and the whole thing is they're like, oh well, it's healthier and all this stuff. And and the real truth of the matter is 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 typically if tip, uh, if you do a vegetarian diet correctly, uh, you you end up getting losing weight. Okay, so okay. they're they're not necessarily doing it because they want to you know save the fucking planet or anything. They just want to be fucking superficial douchebags. Right. And <laughs> the, the funny thing about it is, is when you're a vegetarian, 
um, half of that stuff you eat, it's it's practically a diuretic. Like you're not losing weight uh, because you're healthy. You're losing weight because you're you're just losing it. Okay, that's attractive. From, yeah, right, <laughs> right. So all these girls, the next time you run into a girl that's like, oh, I'm a vegetarian. Don't don't be impressed. All right, I'm never impressed by vegetarians. Don't ever be impressed about that shit. Seriously, do you imagine how hard it is if you were going down the streets? Like, I want something to eat. Me too. Let's get something vegetarian. How many places do you have yeah. to go by before you actually find something vegetarian? You're out of luck. You end up yeah. on the side eating grass. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Most vegetarians, they say they don't want to eat meat because it's a living animal, right? But plants are living animals too. They're yes. just easier to catch. So vegetarians... <laughs> Are just lazy. That's what it is. You know, you you want to go eat an animal, you gotta go fucking hunting for that shit and throwing spears and fucking shooting weapons and and carrying it, and skinning it. And there's all this work involved, La- labor intensive shit, right? Yeah. But no, you vegetarian, you just chill wherever the fuck you are. You pull some plant out of the ground, eat it. Lazy oh, fucker. So it's easier. <laughs> And then you pull something out that you've never seen before, and you eat it, and before you know it, it's everything psychedelic. <laughs> the wacky it does mushrooms. seem like there's a, there's a high correlation between those hippies and the, the vegetarianism, right? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You know, me, me and my brother, he came up here to visit me. Uh, we were all drinking. And we, we just got a bottle of Absolute, and we were killing a bottle of Absolute between the three of us, him and his friend Ninja. And... Uh, we we were drinking and we we realized it was way too much between each of us because if you do the math that's about seven shots and uh, we were drinking it before we went to the bar because uh, one of us uh, wasn't of drinking age <laughs> and we were ditching this stuff and we we go and we give it to a bum here in Berkeley wait and you, you he ditched some absolute no no well we what we did was we took the absolute and we poured it into uh, two jugs of orange juice, right? So to anybody else that's looking at us walking down the street, it looks like we're just holding orange juice. Okay. Right? So yeah. we're there. You know, we realize this orange juice is way too fucking stiff to, to finish all before we go to the bar. And we're drinking it. And then I see a bum, and I'm like, you know, here's here's where we can get rid of it. Blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> Let's not let it go to waste. That would be a fucking sin. You're part of the problem. Right? <laughs> Keeping the bums drunk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, well, that, that's that's actually where this story takes a turn. Oh. My friend. Oh. Right? He said no? So we, we, and I go him? up to this bum. <laughs> did the, did the bum call him, the cops and your underage friend? <laughs> no, no, no. I hand this, this bum, right? There's no cops around because I'm, I'm not stupid. I look. And <laughs> I, I give the bum the orange juice. With the vodka, all right. And and this fucking prick, you know what? You know what he does? What? He starts reading the nutritional ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> and and I knew it was trouble already. And, and and he goes, "Is there anything in this?" Wow. And I go, "Yeah, there's there's liquor." He's like, "I don't want it." What? And and I turned to my fucking brother, who just also heard the bum say he doesn't want fucking a screwdriver. <laughs> And he goes, I guess beggars can be choosers. I was about to say that too. Very good. Wow. I've never heard of that before in my life. I can't, I can't right? believe that's possible. I, I, well, obviously it is now. 
I didn't. I did not think so either. If if I was homeless, uh, <laughs> that's the I'm whole. Sorry. That's the whole point of anything. Unless, of course, he's allergic to alcohol. That's a different story. Uh, yeah, but he had his two bummy friends right there with him. I think alcohol is part of the reason that people become bums. Mm. So how can you be allergic to it? Chances are you drink away your fortune and your job and family and kids. So he's a, a recovering bum slash alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That just sounds like a reason like to inside drink. Inside there's a dollar. I want you to fight for it. <laughs> drink your way to the nickel. Oh, my God. I <laughs> so wanted to do that. I, well, I had a whole plan to ride. We were going to have a ladder match. We, we were going to have, like, we were going to find three bums and give them a ladder inside of a swimming pool and then hang, like, a gift certificate to Denny's from a fishing <laughs> pool and have them fight over that shit. Oh, that would be cool. But then Wouldn't course, it? Yeah. Yeah, speaking of stuff that goes uh, straight through you, oh, no. just get some Denny's, go hang out by your coworker's cubicle. <laughs> that, there we, that is a plan. Uh, you know there is this thing called cubicle warfare. Have you heard of this kind of thought? <laughs> I saw an SNL yeah. sketch about it yeah. with uh, Dane Cook. Yes, yes. <laughs> Two men dude. enter, one man leaves. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Kill the dude with a pencil sharpener or something. Seriously. Or just beat the dude to a pulp with something and his blood splattering all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Very and good. then remember afterwards he's like, <sighs> and he's like, he also they were like, oh, oh. With this, I don't know. Uh, it's just a lot with the blood spouting part. It's very visual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I forgot I was on the podcast. Yeah. I was actually using my He's hands. acting it out over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. But he, like cubicle warfare, have you ever seen like people actually do that kind of thing? Not exactly Saturday Night Live skit, but uh, similar similar ideas where they can just like get evens in another way or shape or form. It's just like... Yeah. Every time... Jim does anything to Dwight. I was about to say that, yes. You're talking about putting like calculator and jello yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I saw this one episode just today with you, uh, Adam. Uh, yeah. where they where he actually dressed up as like Dwight. Yeah, very good. Oh, that was a good credit. Oh, that, that was an awesome that episode. I know very exactly good. what you're talking about. One of the one of the better shows out there, I think. <laughs> it's it's kind of it started to trail off a little bit in the later seasons, but it, it's still funny. I, I enjoy it. Mm. Me too. Me too. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything in the the news that we should let these assholes know about? Uh, there's there's one thing that is kind of just happening. Uh, I know we've talked before about the Westboro Baptist Church and <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I I love these guys. Okay, it's, I love to hate them. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's great. It's great to hear about it because it's it's so outlandish and crazy that. It, you just can't help but be entertained by it, <laughs> it especially when there's uh, Shirley Phelps, one of the the, the lead spokespeople, spokesperson, yeah, spokesperson, uh, yeah, uh, one of the people that speaks out for the Westboro Baptist Church. Every time she gets interviewed, it just it's very it's hilarious because she goes crazy with her she God is. vitriol, and all of you people are gonna die because you're evil and God she hates does, you. But she she. Fucking goes back and forth like Golem from Lord of the Rings in between, like, you know, like, you are gonna burn in heaven. And then somebody will be like, uh, excuse me, miss, miss. And she's like, yes. Exactly, yes. It is like and Golem. It is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. don't you think, uh, holding up the signs that say, uh, thank God for dead soldiers is insensitive? Uh, no. Because these soldiers are, yeah, yeah. they're it's, all it's gay. Like she's she's got to start 
going. You know, like she can't just go right back into it. She's got to warm up a little bit. Yeah. If but, you read the you scriptures, like you're, yeah. If, if you read the scriptures like you're supposed to, then you would know we're doing the Lord's work, and God would be right here with us, holding these signs. And the day of the reckoning. Yeah, you know, she she really does this whole fire and brimstone thing pretty pretty well. But then you you just uh, whatever the interviewers uh, are talking to her at the time, the moment they go, I, I forget what, what what's her name, uh, Shirley Phelps. Yeah, the moment they go, Shirley. You know, they'll, they'll, I, I've, I've listened to these interviews before. They'll be like, surely, yeah. surely. Yeah. And then she was yes? Yeah, it goes right back and, down. And it's, it is fucking creepy. Yeah, but she, she loves, she loves the attention. I mean, she's, she's one of the, I think she's a media whore, personally. Uh, the whole church thing. And the, uh, what is it? The Westboro Baptist Church. Supposedly the Baptists have come out and said, the, uh, we don't know those people. Uh, <laughs> uh they're not with us. <laughs> But then her response to that is like, what do you mean? Those, those crazy Baptists spewing their lies and venom? We're not part of those Baptists. We're part of the real Baptists. Like, oh, what? God. It's like, are these the people in your head? Yeah. And it, the, the, the reason that this is in the story, it, uh, what? What? The reason that this is in the news? Yeah, that's yeah. better. All right. Yeah. It's because, uh, it's now before the Supreme Court. I think one of the first things that got them attention was the whole protesting the, dead soldiers' funerals and holding up the signs that say, thank yeah. God for dead soldiers, uh, fag soldiers in hell, uh, God made yeah. roadside bombs, and stuff like that. Uh, so, mm-hmm. one of the, the father of one of the soldiers is suing, and this case has yes. gone to the Supreme Court. And it, it just went up a couple days ago, and it's kind of, it's going to take some time for the Supreme Court to decide whether they're going to actually take the case or not. Yeah, well, this is a really important decision because what you have in this instance is you have two parts of the Constitution that are actually in conflict with each other. You have a right to privacy, but you also have the Establishment Clause that says that the government will make no law, uh, you know, interrupting the practice of the religion. And that's what these Westboro uh, fucktards are, are trying to claim is that it's an integral part or practice of their faith to conduct themselves in this way. And then the, on the other end of that, the father is going, I have a right to privacy to my own son's funeral. So uh, you have some really, really loaded uh, issues here. Where it's just like, well, what are they going to decide? Do, can, do, do churches actually have limits? Right? Well, like, is, how, how rigid is the establishment clause? And is it so rigid that it it can actually invade an individual's right to bury their kin? Well, what I'm trying to wonder is this: if she if uh, she said that they were not part of the uh, Westboro Baptist Church, they're part of the real Westboro or Baptist Church or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, if they're not part of that Westboro Baptist Church, but they're supposedly their no, just, own, just just Baptists in general. Well, okay, but if that's but I don't think I have. Uh, I have friends that are probably they're Baptists too, but they'll act like that too. Yeah, but they're, exactly. That's so a, that's exactly what they're trying to say. That they're not part of the the lying spewing Baptists that they're talking about are the actual Baptists. Uh-huh. These people are their own yeah, yeah, yeah. cult. Uh, 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 that's what they are. Uh, they're a uh, goddamn that's cult. That's what we're Yeah, 
So that's what I was going at, because if they're not actually part of the other, the Baptists that actually have been pretty much all around the, the U.S. and the world pretty much, how come... Well, that, yeah, that, that's the point, is that they're, they're a separatist movement, you know, that's... Well, exactly, uh, but if the separatist movement can be, like, judged differently than not actually as a religion, but more along the lines of something that actually does harm, like the one where the guy tried to make everyone drink uh, and went to the ship to this moon? Well, see, here's, here's another thing, too, Yeah, though. but that, that's, that's, a, that's a shaky line there. That, that's a... I mean, what do you consider harm? You know what I mean? What what makes a religion legitimate? What makes it a cult and not a religion? In a legal standing, it's very hard to distinguish what is and what is not a religion. And it's almost exactly. impossible for you to say what is and what isn't. Okay. That's why yes. these people, uh, Oddball, yeah. he, he's, a, he's an ordained minister, is he not? Yes, he is. Well, because of some online something. Yes, because he he got yeah. he made somebody or he he presided over some wedding. I don't know what the word is for that. He he married somebody. He said, "Do you do? I do. Here's the ring. Kiss the bride. Stomp on the glass. Whatever whatever the setting Muscle was." That he went online, and anybody could do this. Anybody mm-hmm. could hop online and become an ordained anything. You can yeah, I know. You that, can name yourself. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> You can name that, yourself. No, no, not 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 oddball, but the the douchebag that we went to high school with that used to be in charge of set construction and uh, theater. Oh no, is he ordained as well? Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. an ordained minister. See, well, the the thing is, when you sign up for this, you can give yourself whatever label you want. You can be priest, pastor, minister, rabbi, cardinal, archbishop. You can give yourself whatever title you want because the organization well, that does this. Can I be Lord of Awesome? Yeah, I, I sure. Why not? The only thing you cannot be is a pope. You cannot say you're pope. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> well, are you saying that you could be Cardinal Wishlu or something? Yeah, you like can that? be Cardinal whatever you want. And, wow. and the reason and you can do that is why because, can't I be a pope? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that that's where they draw the line. Well, <laughs> they draw the line well, here. You can change the pope to pop. You can be called pop. It'd be great. It's like with the pop. Yeah, and and it's because this organization is calling itself a church. I don't, I forget the name of the organization, but this, you go and you just sign up to be part of this organization, which is uh-huh. a religious organization. That's why you can become a, a minister for $15 for the rest of your life. Because religion is, it's very, you can't, who's to say what is and what is not a religion? What I say is a cult, yeah. somebody else has a religion, and vice versa. Somebody could say that whatever I believe in is a cult, even though it's, there's not a whole lot to it. I mean, I believe in higher beings and all that stuff, but, and in no way am I causing any harm. Maybe to me it's a religion. Somebody else is a cult. Well, maybe that's that shit. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the difference. The whole point about well, it's all speculative. Yeah, I was thinking about everything in the past too. Yeah, anybody can say anything about anybody else, and it's <laughs> yeah, all you know it's all weird. Rex knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just even taking the religion aspect out of this, it, it, I think it's more about free speech. And yeah, man. If 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 Wiccans could be relig- religious and legitimate, exactly. Then, See, I mean, these crazy Westboro fuckers. I mean, th- at least they have a Bible. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the whole thing about this is, what's stopping other people from making fun of them? Nothing. Every time they protest, they're also oh. counter protesters. Perfect. Oh, that makes me happy. But these people may- should be made fun of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what they're doing is crazy. I think I actually had a a friend come that we used to go to one of the universities down in California, All right. and they had a Westboro, uh, um, what do you call them? 
the Baptist the Baptist? Yeah, yeah, but there's like some sort of like person or some some person from that like along lines of uh Okay, cuz this this really? uh, this church is based in Topeka, Kansas. Okay. That's where uh, it's yeah. based out of. Yes. And it's not a big church. No, I'm just saying is that kind of uh, attitude, the kind of frame where they're saying that like okay. gays and everything are like evil or whatever, right? Right. So yeah. th- this uh this two people go to this college and start protesting and uh picketing and with just two people it's kind of weird but and, and then they start and then they get their own like microphone and speaker and they actually start like talking about how uh gays lesbians are evil and blah 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 this blah 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 that i'm like and uh the counter protesters they flocked from everywhere cuz this is college everybody want has their opinion right so as soon as they started uh jumping in there uh, a couple of a couple of people started jumping in. It's like I believe, I believe. And they started bowing down and everything. Yeah. And then as soon as uh, the guy is like, "Yes, see how she's repenting," she turns around and makes out with the girl next door. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very good. It's like that one story we talked about, where the strippers were uh, protesting the church, and the church yes reprotested the strippers or something. Yeah. Ah, very good. See, people good. that can fight for themselves is fantastic. But when you're protesting a, a dead soldier, how is he going to fight for himself? I don't think he has to. I think that the rest of the community will do it for him. That's true. Because I think, these I think people you, are outcasts. I'd have to say that that is a line. What line? Uh, I, th- I think that you have a right to to bury people, no no matter how horrible they are. Yeah. Right? But let, Let's say... You know who's the, who's the most horrible person in the United States you can think of <laughs> besides Rex. besides Glenn Beck? Oh, Rex? Oh, oh no! no. Oh. no. <laughs> besides Glenn Beck, oh. in the United States, the most horrible person right now. Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough question. Yeah. It is a tough question. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Senor Phelps, the uh, the leader of this Westboro Baptist Church. Okay. Well. Okay. Even even this fucker. Right. Let's say let's say he dies. All right. Okay. We're all relieved. We're all kind of happy he dies, but these assholes are trying to protest his funeral. I would say even in that case, you you don't do that. It's yeah. just the line you're yeah. crossing. You yeah. don't interrupt a funeral progression. You don't interrupt funeral. That's a very intimate uh, thing that that you do. If anybody who's ever been to a funeral that cared two shits about the person that, that died knows this. I've, I've you, gone to funerals know, of complete strangers and still cried. Okay, there you go. It's, it's yeah, a very emotional too. thing. Me too, yeah. You just don't interrupt that. That's, a, that's wrong. I would have to say that that is very, very intimate, and there are very few things that are more intimate than that. And you, you just have to respect it. It doesn't matter how horrible the person is. How morally disagree? How how much you morally disagree with whatever worldview they have? Uh, you just don't interrupt it. So in that case, uh, this religion I think is just wrong. You you don't. People have a right to privacy for this. See now, this is where I I'm conflicted myself about this whole thing because I I do believe uh, in freedom of speech and I do think that people should be able to say what they want to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, this show that we do here, I guarantee, offends a lot of people. Yeah. There's people that are going to be offended by the stuff that we talk about. And generally the people that would be offended are not the people that are going to be listening anyway. Because it's not the people we're going after to try to get to listen to our show. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, Howard Stern 
in his show, they had that statistic. That's right. I mean, not in his show, in his movie. Yeah. Uh, they were t- talking about how the average Howard Stern listener who loves him listens to him for three hours or something like that. Right. And then they were saying the average person that hates him to death listens for five. So, yeah. so maybe we are targeting those people. And in a weird way, this Westboro Baptist Church are getting a lot more attention than people that are protesting regular things. That's true. Yes, true. So in a weird way, are we doing the same kind of thing? We're giving them more attention because we hate them? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, you, you, you give them uh, more attention because they're an oddity, right? Because they're part of the sideshow. Because they are something that is outside of the norm, and we're going, hey, look at this. What do you think about it? You know, And I think that it does deserve a little bit of merit because people ought to pay attention to certain circumstances when they fall outside of the norm this much because these people are fucking nuts. So they are the bearded lady at the fair pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's why people look at it. You know, it's, it's like people it's, – it's like watching a car accident. Yeah. You know, you, you can't not look, but you don't want to look. <laughs> and a, another weird thing, too, is that they're protesting soldiers' funerals, uh, which yeah. fought in a war or whatever. They fought somewhere to protect yeah. the rights yeah. for them to do the, exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it, it's a very weird thing. Like, are they wrong? Are they right? They're doing what we're fighting for them to do, and nobody likes it. So, yeah, we we may think it's wrong, but at the same time, they, they're – Within their rights to do it, mm-hmm. it's a and this, this goes back to the whole thing about the uh, the we, we talked briefly about the guy burning the Quran on the last show. Well, yeah, wildly, wildly insulting and insensitive. I think it's a stupid idea. I understand that he He's like with, it was one of those things where it's just like, look, he he kind of has the right yeah, to do it. He's within his rights to do it. It's well, it's morally irresponsible. <laughs> Well, I think the whole thing about the the what we're talking about with the the burial is that it's considered a very private matter, right? Should be. Yeah, if they can lawfully say that a funeral should be a private matter, then it's just like mm-hmm. going into a person's home and start telling them what they shouldn't shouldn't do. And in that sense, there's in that sense there's a way to um, alleviate a person from talking by just creating an actual means of privacy. So maybe this whole thing, if if it does end up going to the Supreme Court, maybe they'll end up ruling uh, you can't protest in a funeral or in a cemetery. Or the fact that maybe the the, the, the cemetery or the funeral that takes place is considered as a person's home. You can't just rush in there and start doing whatever right. you want. Like uh, even during the, uh, the elections, the Republican and Democratic uh, conventions, there are designated areas for protesters. Yes. Because protesters are allowed to be there, but they get put in this one specific place. Yeah, so no fights. Well, even in this case, uh, this specific case that's been taken up by the Supreme Court, there there are laws that say they have to be a certain amount of feet or yards away. I forget. I think it's 300 feet or 300 yards or maybe 500 or something like that. So they have to be far away from the the funeral to, to, to this or that far away anyways. But the issue at heart, I mean, this is a much com- more complicated issue, uh, is that the Westboro Baptist Church not only targeted the gay soldier in question, but they also tar- targeted his father. No. And they, they... No, no, no. This, this is what's weird. This, this soldier, uh-huh. it's, it hasn't been confirmed or denied that he's actually gay. They're protesting. I, I think it's 
gay soldiers in general. And this is one thing that I talked about in the interview that even though that soldier may may have not have been gay, he was alongside other soldiers that were gay, and that makes him an enabler. So that's why we're protesting him as well. From what I've read about the case, is that it was pretty much a given that that was that right? Yeah, (laughs) like he was. It was. It's pretty well known. You know what I mean. Uh, but he replaced the helmet with a beret type of thing. Oh, that, no. That's the way it, it was. Is that insensitive? Was... <laughs> My bad. <laughs> he, he stabbed people with a limp wrist. Um, but... <laughs> My my point is, now I'm in the clear. Is, is, <laughs> is that they, they would target they targeted his family, right? Not only him, and they they targeted his next of kin. They targeted them in publications. They targeted them in newspapers. Yeah, and uh, they're saying that this is kind of you know defamation. They they they're kind of ruining the family's name because they come from like a very conservative area too. Yeah. Now this, here's here's so, another wrinkle. Another wrinkle in this situation. The father is the only person pressing charges. The mother yes. and the, the mother and the sister refuse to get involved in this because they don't believe in this lawsuit. Yes, yes. The father is pressing charges because he's claiming personal injury. Yeah, but the yeah. mother and the sister—they're backing out. Mm-hmm. Well, think. Well, think about it, dude. You you come from fucking backwards ass United States town where being gay actually is, you know. A fucking horrible thing, right? In in the lot, I mean, I'm not saying that gay, being gay is a horrible thing. I would never say that. I think it's a personal right, personal choice, and they should, you know, enjoy all the same freedoms that everybody else. Does. Oh, so it's a choice, <laughs> is it? Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Stop dissecting my. Language. I'm just busting your balls in a straight but, way. But, but my point is, is, is also is just that in the majority of the United States, doesn't feel that way. They, they they do believe that it's it's a choice in the sense that you just said it, right? Where it, it's it's a question of you know they're choosing to be gay, whereas in in my mind I, when I said choice I mean it's their choice to divulge the information or or not divulge it. But I think it's people are just born that way. My but if, in the United States though the the vast majority of the United States. Being gay, not a very okay thing at all. I mean, you, you, there's been a number of issues uh, about this in the, the press recently, right? Yeah, there has been. Actually, a couple of days ago, uh, depending when you hear this podcast, it uh, was National Coming Out Day. And uh, nobody came out to me, unless you guys want something, want to tell me something. No? You, you, when you say you guys, you mean maestro, right? <laughs> this is weird. I got nothing to tell you. That's just, right. that's just weird. Just weird. Yeah. You, you you got a you got something to tell me, Adam, about that Bruce Willis sh- shrine? I know you have in your closet. <laughs> that's an invasion of privacy, and I'm going to take <laughs> you to court, my brother. <laughs> wait, wait. You have a Bruce Willis shrine? It's just the status. <laughs> <laughs> this is between Adam and Bruce. <laughs> yes. Leave Bruce out of this. All right. Uh, one one final thing here, uh, wrapping this up about free speech, which uh, something else happened where somebody said something that I think is fine. Uh, okay. It's caused some controversy, and th- this is a little political too. But I'm not going to get into the politics about it. It's just the the 
just the fact that it's 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 great. It's so great. <laughs> uh, we, we talked about uh, Meg Whitman and the whole Maidgate scandal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Brown is a person running against her. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Brown, <laughs> he called somebody, somebody he knows, uh, somebody that uh, it doesn't matter. He called somebody and left a message. Uh huh. And then he hangs up the phone, but not quite all the way. Oh. So in the so in the background, he continues talking to somebody else. Uh huh. And it's, it's, it's very, it's distant. You can tell he's not close to the phone anymore. But they're talking yeah. about stuff and the, the whole thing about Meg Whitman and they're saying, well, we gotta put out a commercial about this Meg Whitman. And we gotta somehow say that she's gonna sell out to private interest groups. And then somebody yeah. says, what if we call her a whore? And then somebody else says, yeah, let's call her a whore. That's good. Now, it's, it's been speculated that it was Mr. Brown, the other person running against Meg Whitman, that said, that she was a whore. Yeah. And okay. this has got, this is, this is blown up. Yeah. Because I guess a governor should not be using language such as this. This is true. But think about it this way. This is probably the best way. Are you way fucking kidding? Like Our last one was an Austrian that couldn't even speak the language. <laughs> I, I'm just happy that Jerry knows what a whore is. And he can all say I know is get to the chopper. Anyways, what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is this, um, wouldn't you think if you wanted to say something like that and still be be able to not say it was you because it's so hard to tell, wouldn't that be the best way virally to tell to say something like that? That that's true because it's not it hasn't been hundred percent confirmed that it was Jerry Brown that said it. This is true. Uh, it might be the aide. It might be him. Nobody knows. It's all of a sudden it could nobody be a bunch remembers of what aides happened. In the room. This, <laughs> this way, this way, you can actually get enough. A publicity about something like that, and still not take credit for it, so you're not held responsible for it as well. See, but my- you know Jerry, you know Jerry's gay. Is that right? I'm pretty sure he's yeah. married. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, okay. Yeah. No, I just, no. <laughs> so what? I just so don't what? Care. <laughs> I think being married is more gay than not being married. <laughs> oh what? wow. Wow. What I think it's true. I mean, think about how little sex married couples actually have. All right. Okay. Look. 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 Let's just compared to the this. amount of sex that you consistently have while being single. Well, <laughs> some of us. Pres- some people. Present company excluded. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Leave Bruce uh, out of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I went there. Look, oh. But basically, what I was saying is, it does make sense, though, right? It, it's it's, mean, it's clever. Yeah, it's clever. You're I mean, right. Like, like by, by putting publicity and saying whatever you want to, but not taking credit for it. So you think he purposely, accidentally left the phone off the hook? Possibly. That's interesting. I, I haven't heard that take it. Mm-hmm. I guess it could be possible. As, as long as he can do the whole plausible deniability thing and say, I never said whore. Somebody else said whore. And now everybody said whore five times. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone knows. And now, for some reason, the whore is stuck with Meg Whitman. Yeah, now it's Meg Whitman's a whore who... Abuses her illegal immigrants. Who said it? We're not sure, <laughs> but we know that they said it. Yeah. See, and this to me is who cares? It doesn't matter if he said that or not. I mean, this this is a candid conversation. I think it's funny. You, you're, yeah. you're telling me that people don't talk like that in normal life. You don't think Meg Whitman calls uh, Jerry Brown a grandpa behind his back or is an old fart that doesn't deserve to do what whatever the hell he's supposed to do. Or right in front of him when his hearing aid's not on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, people if people say things all the time. I mean, if you're going to take it personal and turn it into something that it's not, this is no longer about the political issues. This is about uh, you don't like illegal immigrants uh, and you think women are whores. That's what this is becoming about now. 
Like it's like a slander campaign, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's ridiculous. Well, the thing about it is, is now is like, is this? Is, it's been slowly going that way the whole time. I mean, you you hear her say this that so and so did this, but I do this, and that's how pretty much most of the time it's, it goes around. Now they're just getting a little bit more, in, in my eyes, just a little bit more uh, creative, really. And also, there's a feminist group coming out against Jerry Brown saying he oh, that defamatory God. word that he used uh, to, uh, for a woman is just it's wrong. Oh fuck them! Yeah, I reserve the right to call women whores if they are, yes. in my eyes, a whore. whore. <laughs> yes, I reserve that. They, you know what? Yeah, fucking women can call men douchebags and assholes. Yes. And Dicks and I mean any number of different slurs, uh, and suddenly the word whore isn't okay. Fuck off. Yeah, man whore. I hear man whore tossed around all the time with the ladies. It does. In fact, one of my favorite words is cunt. <laughs> Since we're on the subject, <laughs> I love that word. Most women, that's like their red word. You know, it it, it seems like every woman has a word where like whatever you know. What, I, I met a girl once that was floozy. She's like, don't ever use the word floozy around me. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I'll make sure to never do a 1920s impression. You know? <laughs> but that that was her word, you know? And, and a lot of girls do have that one word where it's just like, maybe cunt, floozy, whatever it is, okay. but they fly off Four. the handle. Then I have a question. Do you have your special word? I have a couple of words I don't like being called but there's no word where I'm going to be like oh we're not friends anymore or, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let it ruin you hurt evening. my feelings that's another yeah. thing I was actually going to talk about but the whole thing about like men and women being different in the way they talk about their friendship uh -huh. did you I'm, I'm not sure did we talk about this before I don't know it sounds similar so. doesn't it no. um, okay you know how because like let's say uh uh, a guy would needs to get something done. Uh, they have their uh, let's let's say the guy wants to meet this girl, wants to talk to this girl, okay? Right. And um, they they the girl has a bunch of friends that are very unattractive or very annoying or something like that. <laughs> and they have the guy has a, a friend that takes one for the teams to get the, the other girl's attention, right? So they can so yeah, they the can grenade, actually, yeah, grenade, the goalkeeper, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah, call basically, it, basically landmine, monster. But yeah, exactly, because like there's this thing about a. That guys have that kind of a saying that most men already know about. Yeah. But if you ask a girl about that, no one has ever heard of it, pretty much. I'm not heard of it, but done something like that for them. Yeah. That, is, that, was, that reminds me of a joke that I've, I, I may have told her or not. I'm going to repeat it. It doesn't okay. matter. Where uh, this a girl goes out with a bunch of her girls and doesn't come home. And the uh, the husband calls all the his wife's friends to find out where the where his wife is. And yeah. all, all the girl, all the wives, all the ladies, the yentas, they're all saying, I don't, I don't know where she is. Uh, the same thing happens where the guy goes out with his boys, or supposedly with his boys, and he doesn't come home. The wife calls all the, all the husband's friends, and every single one of them says that he's sleeping in the other room. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, guys stick up for each other. They got to each other's backs. They know how things are. They'll, they'll lie for each other, and they'll do things for each other, where uh -huh. women, not so much. Because uh, I mean, guys will will take will take one for the team. The girl will cock block the other girl. Uh -huh. and, well, that's just from my experiences. I I, I just I've noticed that trend as well. That's why I'm wondering. 
what's the difference in friendship between men and women, really? I don't know. Because, I mean, us... Uh, well, the, it, here's the thing with women. If, if they're all ugly, then they could be friends. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's true. It's, it seems like women are okay with being friends with other women that are on par with their level of attraction. But they don't do so well when when they got, like, you know, a one hot one or whatever. There's a lot of resentment that gets thrown around at the hot one from the ugly ones if, if the hot one wants to be friends with the ugly ones. Yeah, that's true. And the, and the hot one always has to go out of their way to, like, appease the fucking wildebeest ugly <laughs> ones, like, throwing them in, like, oh, here's my friend you should go out with. Or, hey, why don't you come out with me and this guy I'm seeing, he has friends. And he and she has to, like, dangle the hope that, you know, the, the, the fucking wildebeest might one day find some man yeah. stupid enough to, to try to fucking sleep with them. Mm-hmm. Or drunk enough. It's like a T-shirt <laughs> that my friend has of beer goggles. Uh, basically, at certain times of the day, where when you, how far you start drinking, it's for two beers, three beers, eight beers, sixteen beers, and by yeah. the time you look at the beer bottle, it's pretty much blurred out like a censored picture. Very good. See? Well, we used to have a scale. Remember? Oh yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We used to say a girl, if she was a t- nine or a ten, then she wouldn't require any drinks at all. Yeah. Right? No, no, a 10 would be no drinks at all. Yeah. To sleep. That's, that's, then, that's how we used to rate women back in the day. Like a 9 was one that, drink. Look at that girl. How many beers do you think? Oh, no. Oh, no. I could go yeah. for like maybe two or three beers, and then I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It wasn't, on, it wasn't really on a 10-point scale. It was on a, on a, on a beer scale. <laughs> oh, beer scale. Oh man! For, for, cer- for certain ones of us, it wasn't beer; it was hard liquor. Which I mean, yeah, me, we hard. How many drinks? Ah, a couple shots. I had forgotten yeah. about that. We were like real assholes. <laughs> <laughs> don't act repentant because this is in public. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, sir. <laughs> I I don't, huh? No. <laughs> I, I I lost the memory for the last five right. minutes. What are uh, we talking I think about? I wrap up the show here. Let's move on. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, wrap up the show so you can go. You can go through your phone in in, in the fucking three beers category. <laughs> the three beers folder. What's he talking about? Phone. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm oh, very talking confused about? by this. <laughs> this very chauvinistic. God oh. damn. I don't. How do we do a show with this guy? I don't understand. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, until next time. <laughs> no, let's uh, yeah, let's wrap this up before we get ourselves into too much trouble here. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's okay, you can just cut all this part out. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time. I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm Greg. From the first sip, I was feeling better by the beer. Well, it don't matter what the brand, from a keg bottle or can, it's all good when there's a cold one in my hand. Whether red sails dark or near, hops and barley have no fear, outside a toast of feeling better by the beer. 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 beer. I become another man. One by one, I conquer fear, feel my heartache disappear. Another round, I'm feeling better by the beer. I'll play it.
locked in a vice And I'm feeling that the end is drawing near The porcelain god I commandeer And then from the bridge's rear hair of the dog I'm feeling better by the beer By the beer Better buy more beer. 